Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio and the world. Take a sense back. It is friggin' freezing cold in sunny so-called Florida. And I mean, I'm not one of these people that bitch about the cold, but it is cold in Florida right now. Sales and marketing behind the eight ball, the only sales and marketing show up in this joint that total like it was from day one, and we're back. Interesting show, Requiem for Salesman tonight. A lot of interesting things happening today in Kittyland. Back at you in a minute. sales marketing behind the eight ball and like I said it is colder than a well digger's ass here in Florida right now and uh, again I grew up in Anchorage Alaska and I used to make fun of these people these snowbirds when they'd walk down it turn like you know 50 degrees and they start bitching about the cold unfortunately after uh, five years in Las Vegas and ten years in Florida dealing with the heat I guess I've become one of them. Kind of sad. Anyway, let's hit the sponsor information because it pays the bills and you guys wanted them back. And uh, I'm bringing them back. Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo. I'll say it again. Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo. Your number one source for ribs, and everything else barbecue. Roscoe's Rib Shack now offering free check cashing between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. If you want a bucket of tasty ribs and need to cash that third-party post-dated check, lickety split, tell them Vinny sent you. Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo, four locations, the head office behind the pool hall on the corner of Lindsay Avenue and Redondo Drive. Again, be careful cashing that check at midnight to 6. Anyway, I'm glad. I love Roscoe's. Roscoe's been with me for like eight weeks, and I actually had some of the uh, some of my students on the last course actually went in there and uh, busted Roscoe's chops. So they love Vinny down there. Like I said, just be careful on that offer on the free you know money order at midnight. Lock the car. 
Um, what else? Um, this was a strange day. I had a whole show planned, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I had um, I had actually had a pretty lousy day yesterday in the sense that um, this launch, and by the way, as you guys know, I'm not an Internet marketer. I've never done one of these big launches before. I mean, the thing on the Warrior Forum, I mean, that was terrifying enough because of the pressure that was on me to deliver and because Alan Says had never, you know, given anybody a shot. Well, I guess he gave one guy, but in like 10 years, we were like, me and Sylvia were the second people ever got a shot. So, you know, you walk into that, you're kind of, you know, I'm sitting there with, uh, you know, the acid dripping in my stomach every night because I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's one thing if I fail, I got no reputational room, but I don't want to embarrass Alan. I don't want to, you know, screw up Sylvia's rep. You know, because at that time, you know, in her eyes, I was still the rock star. You know, I was still, you know, and, and, and that's kind of the story of my life, too, people, because a lot of people in my life, you know, they fall in love with the Vegas Vince character and they find out I bleed, you know, that I owe taxes, you know, and unfortunately, that's just life, you know, Um I wish that I could live up to the great expectations others always, you know, seem to have for me. And, you know, Vegas Vince, he's a, he's a tough guy to follow. I've been trying to, you know, follow him my entire life. Believe me, it's not easy. It's hard. Anyway, but I get, you know, one of the, the key points I want to make on this show is that sometimes not knowing something is a good thing it reminds me of back when i used to sell rvs i'm gonna be honest with you guys i i had um i had a detached retina years ago and i got it because i was you know teaching my nephew colby who by the way is like a foot taller than me now the kid's only 15 years old but i mean he's just got you know about 180 pounds and you know kid could whip my ass now but anyway years ago back when he was you know but probably 10 or 11 years old we're in vegas i'm teaching him how to box he you know you know I love boxing. I still do. And, and um, make a long story short, got thumbed in the eye by accident. And I was seeing spots. And about three days later, I'm still seeing spots. I go in, make a long story short. Doc says I got attached retina. And I go in and do the surgery for it. And they screw it up somehow so I could see close, but I couldn't see anything peripheral. And when I went to do the eye test to renew my license, I failed in Las Vegas. Well, about that time, we were coming down here to buy a restaurant down in Florida. And I figured, you know, screw it. I'll just uh, take the test again. I'll fake it. You know, I, I, mean, I always got somebody at a DMV I could go hustle up the chart and, you know, memorize it. But the bottom line is they ratted me off the state of Florida. So, you know, Vinny can't drive now because it's probably a good thing because I can't see shit coming, you know, left. So I guess that'd be the right hook. I don't know. But my point being is that, you know, that was that was hard for me because, you know, it kind of takes away some of your freedom and stuff. It also made a lot of cabbies rich. Still does. Cabbies and limos have gotten rich off Vegas fence. And they've also seen a lot of stuff, too. Um, anyway, so somewhere in between all this, I take a job selling RVs. And RVs, I'm not talking about, like, used cars. I'm talking about these big sleds that go for three, four $400,000, these big diesel pushers. 
And here's the funny thing. I can't drive anymore, so I have to bullshit my way into the job. I just tell them that I had a DUI, which I hadn't. I never had a DUI in my life, never had a ticket in my life. But I got to give the, you know, it was something they'd believe. Because, you know, most salesmen, you know, they've either got, you know, alimony or a drinking problem or something. And that makes a good salesman. I had a guy tell me that once. He's probably right. So anyway, make a long story short, I'm, I'm selling RVs, don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I'm selling RVs in the month of July, and I do like 12 or 13 sales. And it's not because I was good, and it's not because I could test drive. I had to bribe, you know, other salesmen and say, hey, you know, here's 50 bucks where you take these people on a test drive. Make a long story short, again, I end up setting a record in that particular dealership because I wasn't aware that in July you're not supposed to be able to sell RVs. See, that's something I want you guys to start understanding before you sabotage yourselves. And that is this misnomer that because it's in a book, it's the way it is, or it's because you always heard it should be, you know, like the Carly Simon song. You know, once I found out that in the month of July in Florida that nobody sells RVs, once I knew that, I stopped selling. But before that, I was kicking ass. You know, you guys have heard the story about the guy who ran the mile. You know, same, same principle. They said nobody could ever run a four-minute mile or whatever the hell it was. I mean, I think Tony Robbins talked about this. I think it was in Think and Grow Rich. But it's true. Once he did it, nowadays high school kids can do it. Because once it's possible, you, you know, it, it breaks the barriers down. So... I I started thinking about it today because I had some bad news yesterday. I see I'm one of these guys that I guess apparently when you have a product out, you're supposed to beg JV partners to help you promote it. I didn't know this. I've since found this out. So I go to Sylvia. This is back in the day, man, when we're starry-eyed and ambitious before life started, you know, cracking us upside the head. She knows what I'm talking about. This is back, you know, in the day. And I said to her one day, I said, you know what? I got a guy who's going to be the perfect JV partner for this. And I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to cause any riff here. But let's just say he really was. And I just said to her, I'm going to get him. He's going to promote it. And she's, well, how are you going to do that or whatever? I said, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. Make a long story short, I did do it. I got him. Unfortunately, I didn't get the product to him in time. He needed it back on October 15th. We are now in January. But it proved my point. So I got an email from him yesterday. I sent him all the stuff. You know, I'm all, like, starry-eyed, and, you know, it's like, man, this sales page kicks ass, everything else. He writes me back says, man, you're breaking my heart. He said, the sales page kicks ass. By the way, Brian McLeod wrote it. Give him some props on that. Um, he said, but I can't use it right now. I have to wait till March. Well, Sylvia and I can't wait to March, and, you know, the show goes on. So I'm real bummed out about this because it's a guy with a big list, big-time credibility, and I managed to get him. And the guy loves the product. It was simply a case of me not getting it to him. So make a long story short again, I know I use that cliche a lot, but, hey, sue me, whatever. Um. There was another marketer on my list. It was a guy, somebody, not somebody, several people told me, he's out of your league. He's a gentleman. You're a scumbag. 
et cetera, um, he's got more respect in the industry in his little finger than you'll ever have. And they're right, and I agree with that. And yet he was a marketer that I knew was perfect for this product because I've been buying from this particular marketer since I was 13 years old. And I one day went on the Warrior Forum, and I, I saw that he had showed up there, and I it was like, oh, my God, guys like Alan Says and Paul Myers and, and me, and we're all like little kids because this gentleman by the name of J.F. Jim Straw is a legend for real and is beloved by his peers and one of the few gentlemen that has lasted 50 glorious years has sold over 400 million dollars in products and i can't think of a single person with any credibility who's ever had a bad thing to say about him that's a hell of a legacy 50 years recently lost his wife um I remember growing up in Alaska buying his stuff. That's back before there was an Internet. And um, I wrote him. I didn't know you were supposed to do something in a certain format. And I didn't know all these rules. I just put my heart and soul out. I said, you know, Mr. Straw, this Vegas Vance, um, I've got this. I believe, you know, and I, I just went and I just let it flow. And I'm going to make a long story really short. I got an email from him today, and it started off by saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, Vince. This is the product I've been looking for. And you know what? Um, I have had a, uh, a really tough 2009, and um, I will be perfectly honest with everybody. Um, there is not much in my life that I have accomplished that I'm really proud of, and at least I can come out and say that. Today was one of the rare exceptions because when I got that email, I told myself that no matter what happens from here on out, no matter how many people betray me, how many people forget, how many people um, take what I've given for granted, whether the product sells or whether it flops. A marketer that has lasted 50 years, a marketer that Dan Kennedy and about every other cranky marketer out there who does not like to give praise to many people, love this guy writes me an email says thank you this is the product I'm looking for and he's going to promote it um, whatever happens Vegas fans ain't no bum from the neighborhood now I mean whatever they do to me from here on out whatever they spin Whatever, again, betrayal happens, nobody can take that away from me. 
And it's funny, uh, the cliche goes uh, along the lines of uh, trophies are only good if you have someone to share them with. And I'm sitting here, and I get up early today about 2 o'clock, and I pop that email open, and I'm like a little kid, man. I'm being honest with you, man. It's like, oh, my God, man, that's Jim friggin' Straw. And uh, I call Brian McLeod, and he calls me back. Now, this is a dude that's done millions of dollars and big-time reputation and copywriter stuff, and him and I are on the phone like two little kids, man, because it is an honor to have Jim Straw. You know, I mean, that's – to be able to experience something like that, I realized, uh, you know, right then I said, you know, this is what it's all about. This is, a, you know, the old line, it's not – Life is not the destination, it's the journey. Here was a classic example of that. Because no matter what anybody says about me from here on out, you know, I got laughed at when I first did the, you know, my own sales page for the product because I had to write it in eight hours. And yet that lousy sales page converted at 6%, by the way. You know, eat your heart out, Bruce Wedding, jerk off. Anyway, another hater, miserable lives vicariously through my reputation because apparently he doesn't have a life of his own. Anyway, yeah, I like taking a shot here and there. Some of these people, I'm trying to be kinder and gentler, but you know what? There is a classic case of a guy, get a life, you jerk off. Get on there and talk about, oh, you used to do adult video and used to, you know, know Rachel Rofay, why didn't you hire her? And, you know, if you got all, you know, if you got the money to be up here on Alan's form with this big banner, you should be hiring a big-time copywriter. You know, it's just evil. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, if you spent as much time uh, writing and selling as you did critiquing me, you know, you wouldn't have time to worry about what I do, gee. Anyway, um, it made me feel good. And as far as the trophies are only good if you got somebody to share them with, my point being, there is somebody I wish I could have shared it with today that wasn't there. And sometimes in life we get what we want or ask for. And uh, it's not always what we really want. So, again, realize what's important in your life, guys. And, um, you know, Sylvia Roth and I, for instance, um, came together because of a Warrior Form Roast show that I did a year ago and seven days. And somebody asked me the other day, why don't you do a second annual Warrior Form Roast? And by the way, that's a show that put me on the map. It's on my archive shows, if you're listening. You can go back and find it. And you know what the truth is? I went back and listened to it because uh, somebody brought it up to me this week. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I can't top it. I listen to that, and it reminds me of like watching a young Muhammad Ali or a young Richard Pryor when they were in their prime, or Jordan, or uh, Jack Nicholas when he was young, or, you know, any numerous amount of people in the legendary categories that were, you know, swift to tongue and feet or whatever. And I sit there, and a year later, I realize that my speech is not as sharp, and my uh, wit is not as good, and maybe I got soft, and maybe I'm not pissed off at people like I used to be. Maybe I'm not angry enough. I don't know. But I can't top that show. And at least I'm honest enough with myself to realize I can't. 
not to mention the fact that the Warrior Forum, in my opinion, used to be a family, and I don't recognize a lot of it. still the best marketing forum in the world, but I remember a time, you know, I was talking to Brian about that, when there was, you know, John Taylor and Kevin Riley and Dr. Monty and, the, you know, I mean, God, it was uh, Paul Myers on there. Instead of Paul Myers having to, you know, bitch and whine over jerk-offs on the forum, you know, and patrol it like he does now, unfortunately, he used to drop all his wisdom to us. It's not his fault. That's just unfortunately the way the forum's turned into. Sad. Um, with that said, still the best place to be as far as learning uh, marketing in general, as far as online stuff. Um, what else? Anyway, like I said, no matter what happens, I'm putting this on record. Nobody can take that away from me. Vegas fence ain't no bum from the neighborhood. You guys can uh, look up Jim. It's businesslyceum.com, the $400 million man. I am personally proud as hell to have a product that is worthy of a guy like him. And, again, I'm not in the guy's league, not in terms of integrity or wisdom or class or anything else, but I do have a product, and I did have a method of reaching someone which was basically from the heart. And that's my point to you guys. Don't sabotage yourself because you think you have to put stuff in proper format because you're wrong. I didn't know that getting JV partners was supposed to be something hard. There's a guy I'm going to talk about tonight. And the reason I'm going to talk about him is because somebody said, oh, you know, this guy here would be a good JV partner for you, Vince, except he's in the cookbook niche. And, you know, that's the type of ignorance that just pisses me off because, first of all, his name's Ron Douglas. Second of all, yes, he is well-known for having a uh, product out there called, um, boy, I don't want to screw this up here because this was something I wasn't even going to do tonight, but America's Most Wanted Recipes, which is basically where he's got, you know, like the original KFC recipe so you can do it at home, et cetera. And this is a dude that I've corresponded with on the Warrior Forum before. He was one of the guys, actually, when I went back on the Warrior Forum and punched in Vegas Vince roast. It was a roast. Uh, roast the 20 most compelling warriors. He was one of the guys on there who gave me some props. I didn't even know about this guy, you know. And somebody had mentioned, you know, something about him and said, oh, you know, if he wasn't in the cookbook or whatever, recipe niche, he'd be great. Well, you know what? If this person had done some research, they'd realize this guy has a seg, you know, segwayed list anyway. So I'm going to talk about him because um, this is one of the points I want everybody to realize. Don't go into things thinking you've got to have a certain combination. Do what I do. Just go with it. You know? I'm going to do this as a live case study with Ron Douglas. I don't know the man on a personal level, and according to everybody, he's in the wrong niche, but I'm going to go ahead and do this and put some value in the show so you guys realize that anybody, and I have not set this up with Ron. He's probably going to have a heart attack. He says, oh, Christ, Vegas fans, what's he going to say about me? The guy doesn't even know I'm doing this show. But I'm doing this to prove a point. This is how I'm going to pitch him. Um, first off, I'm going to say that Ron Douglas, you can Google search the guy. You start off, you got, by the way, guys, you stroke your, uh, you know, 
JV Partners. If you're interested in working with somebody and you think you got a product that they can, you know, move, and by the way, if you don't have the heavyweight reputation, you hijack it and leverage it off someone else. There's nothing wrong with that. Does that make sense to people? That's called a joint venture. Jim Straw will sell more of my product then Vegas Vince will sell of his product. Why? He's got a 50-year reputation. Plus, he's a nice guy. Vegas Vince got about a three-year reputation, and I use bad language. Who do you think has got a better shot at making the sale? He does. As far as Ron Douglas, it brings us to this point as far as legends and stuff, because a lot of you guys are going to flounder, and you are going to wait for the friggin' star and moon and astrological signs to line up, and you are never going to get in the game. Let me tell you about Ron Douglas. The guy takes old-school marketing, because, again, a lot of you are going to think, oh, some of you are going to say, oh, I know him. He's the, you know, the recipe guy. No. You're going to think he got lucky. No. I'm going to tell you what he does. I'm going to tell you a little hint, a little secret that I've learned. I'm going to say it again. Gary Halbert 101. Gary was alive. He'd like this, too. But this is a Vegas Vince quote. Old-school marketing works better today than it ever did back in the day. You know why? Because people are friggin' lazy today, and that's just the nature of the beast, and nobody else does it. Brian McLeod, my copywriter, built a business model in a very competitive niche that ended up doing over $100 million, and guess what? It still works today, and one of the steps in there is actually a handwritten letter. Now, does that mean I want you on your list to go out and write 200,000 handwritten letters? No, of course not. That's a waste of friggin' time and leverage. However, maybe it'd be who to go out there and write 10 written letters to your 10 best customers. You know why? Nobody else does it. It works. And by the way, when you put the stamp on it, lick it and turn it to the side. Okay? In other words, make it look like a real friggin' letter. And make sure it is. Ron Douglas figured out something that I've been preaching on this show back in the early days. Like I said, man, I listen to my old stuff, and it's like listening to old prior albums, man. I was damn good trying to bring some of that back. Um, the media people wants to make you famous. This guy did not end up kicking ass and building a list of $225,000, you know, excuse me, 225,000 names that turned into probably 225,000 times, 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 because he got lucky. He leveraged the offline media because, again, the media is desperate to make you famous if you give them any friggin' thing that's got a pulse, people. Go back and listen to my show on celebrity hijacking. It set the standard for this stuff. Ron Douglas actually ended up with a publicist. And by the way, you know, they say, oh, you know, there's no money in getting your book in bookstores. Uh, that's, that's bullshit, too. He did it the right way. He got his book out into Amazon and proved 
its validity, proved that it actually had merit and, you know, numbers. Ended up getting a Simon & Schuster book deal. The dude is on Fox. He's on about, you know, I've lost count of all the TV shows. And, and people still sit here and think, oh, Ron Douglas just got lucky and somebody called him up one day and they're just calling him from these stations. No, it was proactive. He took his niche, much like I'm doing with the barter arbitrage, and you position yourself as the go-to guy. Because right now I am the go-to friggin' guy in the barter industry. I make the, the organized barter industry literally nervous. I am the go-to guy. I set the standard. I didn't have a problem telling Jim Straw that either. I said, Mr. Straw, your friend Bob Meyer, I love him. He's got a great site. What I do is different. I don't teach this to business owners. I teach it to entrepreneurs. And my, like I said, like my guy Will, I had a guy on the phone earlier. This guy's got an interesting background. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow night. I got a lot of people like that that get it and realize that this is not chickens for goats. It's not that same ridiculous, tired pitch. Ron Douglas got it, too. This guy has created an empire because he was smart enough to use some old-school tactics that work better now than they ever worked before, and that is publicity is one of the most underutilized ways of getting your business on the map available, and you people don't take advantage of it, because media breeds media, you know, it really does. When they say that um, you can make more money self-publishing your own stuff, that's true, but there's something very credible about being able to say, you know, you're on Amazon or whatever. And believe me, same thing goes when you've got a hard copy book in a bookstore. You spin the credibility. It's just like I did. You know, I did this Warrior Farm Roast a year ago. I had the flu. I had a hangover. I roasted 20 real heavyweight warriors, marketers, guys like, you know, Paul Myers and, you know, I ended up asking Sylvia Roth to come down to Florida, a chick I'd never met. She did. We end up doing this project. I mean, isn't life strange? Life's strange, isn't it? How many people would have the guts to do that? How many people like her would have the guts to actually, you know, show up thousands of miles? Life is strange. I don't believe anything happens for an accident. I definitely don't believe in destiny, however, because... uh, that would imply there's a script out there, and I don't believe that. I leveraged that one moment, that 15 minutes of fame, actually it was like a 60-minute show, and I leveraged that into the Liberation 101 course, which I have now leveraged into Barter Arbitrage. And it is the best damn product of its kind, and it does have a high commission, and it does come with the backing of some big heavyweight reputations. It does have a sales page written by a heavyweight copywriter that really nailed it. And my point is that you guys take 
for granted a lot of what you have instead of waiting for things to be right get in the game fire away pretend you don't know the rules and break them you got a guy in your niche who's got a reputation contact him explain to him why your product's going to kick ass what's the worst they can say no Make sure you know what the hell he promotes. In the case of Jim Stry, I know what he promotes. He promotes a course on finder's fees, import, export. Has a $997 product with his life history in it. The guy has promoted the same products for years. I'm familiar with most of them because I own most of them. But when I contacted him, I knew in the heart, in my heart, that this was the right product for him. Guy like Ron Douglas. He didn't get lucky, smart. Got himself a publicist. That's a brilliant friggin' idea. That's something even I never thought of. You know, I know how to use press releases, which you guys should use as well. Tie it into something newsworthy. Nobody cares about your business. They want to know how it relates to the news. Like I said, if you're a burglar alarm company and Paris Hilton gets robbed, tie it in because they don't care about your company, but they do care about her. Spin it. That's all it is. It's a pro wrestling background. He's a book pro wrestling superstar. You talk about a business based on smoke and mirrors and hype, and yet they, you know, oh, they all say it's all fake. Yeah, guess what? We're still, we're still selling out Madison Square Garden, people. When you can do that with something people think is quote-unquote fake, you're doing your job right. Ain't no bum from the neighborhood. In case Ron Douglas, you guys should study him. America's Most Wanted Recipes, guys on the news. Ask yourself how he did it. And next time somebody like Frank Kern or one of these gurus makes a launch, instead of focusing on the product they're selling, I want you guys to start focusing on the paper trail they leave behind. That's right. Save the friggin' emails from one all the way to the last one, because that's what you need to focus on. Duplicate that. Get into the press. The media can trump all this stuff. JV partners, find somebody who's got the connections, leverage it. I'm going to end on a note here, and I hope i got enough time to do this. Um, I met a young lady this week, and if she's out there, um, she knows who she is, and I said I might roast you tonight, sweetie, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to mention her name for personal reasons and for her privacy, but let's just say that her and I have something in common. Um, eight years ago, I had cancer, and it was not that big a deal. I'm not saying cancer isn't, but... Um, it wasn't that big a deal. It was in the lower extremities and got some radiation. And, you know, people, when you have cancer, people are, like, fucking thinking, you know, you've got, like, um, you know, you're a leper or something. It was always funny because I would be getting up the couch, and it was like they're afraid to touch you. And I never forgot that. I remember that more than, like, you know, being tired and all the shit that went along with it. And 
I remember getting a real chip on my shoulder because, you know, when you first hear the word cancer, you think you're going to friggin' die and shoot snake eyes, and, you know, then you get depressed, and then you say, screw it, I'm going to be here. You know, you go through all these emotions. Um, I met a young lady that did not know who I was, did not know she was supposed to be very impressed with me, <laughs> and ended up to find out that she is um, going through some of the same things I was. And difference is to a much um, more severe degree, if you want to look it up on paper, I guess. And yet, this young lady reminds me of the cliche that when God takes people too soon, he often packs a lot more brain power into their heads and a lot more life experience. And there's a reason for that, I guess. Because in some cases people give up and, you know, you have to live a full life in a short time. I'm going to tell you something about this young lady. I think she's got everybody fooled. I think that she is going to overcome and 10 years from now is going to be looking back laughing. Because um, this is one of the most brilliant, beautiful, and ballsy chicks, forgive the word, that I have ever met in my life. And I listened to her and I read some of the stuff she wrote. And you know who it reminded me of? It reminded me of me back when I had a prime. Back when I started this show. Back when I was young and... Um, was my own person even back then. I sit here and I think of all the shit I've gone through this year and I think other people in my life, etc. and I think to myself, we ain't got it that friggin' hard. This chick is someone, for whatever reason, again, energy attracts energy. I don't know if I'm supposed to be the muse or she's supposed to be mine. But um, one of the most inspiring individuals I've met. She knows who she is, and I'm going to leave it at that. And I think, like I said, um, she's going to be around for a long, long time. She's too friggin' ornery to leave. And other than that, people... I am really looking forward to um, getting this friggin' thing launched. It is not as easy as people think. I have written over 81 pages of PDFs. I have over 15 hours of audio. And I guess it's not a case of me slow playing it because it looks like all the content's done. Now it's just basically going through making sure everything matches up, the PDFs with the audios. Um, I know a lot of you guys out there are waiting, and um, I hope the thing's out this week. I think it will be. And like I said, uh, this is going to be my legacy product. So once again, I want you guys to stop whatever business you're in. Stop friggin' waiting for everything to be perfect. Go out and do it. You know, pimp the media. Ron Douglas 
isn't necessarily more brilliant than you, and it's not that he's lucky. It's that he put himself in a position. He did something the rest of you don't do. You zig, he zagged. He deserves the success he has. It's the truth. Find someone in your network, in your niche, that you can leverage their credibility, but do it from the heart. I mean, when I talk about Jim Straw, people know I'm sincere. I mean, this, this is, you know, like I said, ain't no bump from the neighborhood no more. They can take everything. You know, will this product make money? I think so. Will I see any of it? I don't know. I don't know what they got in store for me, people. I don't know what's going to happen. That's okay. Nobody can take that away from me today. That really meant a lot to me. And to my friend um, who knows who she is, um, you're a pretty cool chick. And um, you made me realize that uh, a lot of boo-hooing goes on and a lot of us are real lucky to be in that situation, whereas someone like you can put the smile on your face, and um, you got a lot worse in some ways. And that's exactly why you're going to be here probably long after I am and the rest of us are. And I'm guessing you're my muse. That's really strange to say, but I think that's probably how it worked out. It was uh, yet another little life-changing thing that happened to me this week. The so-called victim is actually the muse. Isn't that interesting, people? Start looking at opportunity in every, you know, nook and cranny, people. Stop thinking you got to go with a cookie-cutter formula. Take your product or service and throw it up like pasta on the friggin' wall and ask yourself what you can do, what angle you can use to spin it, and come at people with the heart and soul. You know, five, ten years from now, you guys are going to wish you had somebody like me around. Five, ten years from now, you guys are going to miss Vegas Fence. With that, may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. And as always, may you always remain forever young. Good night. God bless.